Hello everyone, and welcome back to Gone Gaming Podcast. This week, we are going to be continuing our episode 3 on the different types of gamers. Last week, we talked about the Rager, who is the one who kind of freaks out, gets angry, and then rage quits. Uh, talked about the Social Butterfly, who is the one who is looking for that social interaction, or perhaps um, is a manipulator who is actually looking for something different you know, uh, trying to rob you, stuff like that, through social interaction. There's also, of course, uh, my favorite here, the king, the narcissist, the guy that wants to always be in charge, can't let it go, and refuses to be wrong. So this week we're going to extend that on to our three other types of gamers. We've got the brutalizer, the entitled, and of course the casual. So Let's go ahead and get us started here on the Brutalizer. So the Brutalizer is a not necessarily violent individual, but they're just not very nice. They are the ones that have made Baron's chat so um, infamous for being full of trolls. They are the trolls of open world chats, of MMOs. They are the ones that find their joy through the pain of others. They will be sitting in a large-scale chat, just throwing insults, being rude. They are vulgar, sexually vulgar in global chats, and completely insulting. They can be recognized as the bullies of gaming. They are the trolls. They are the bullies. They're the ones who will go to a low-be leveling zone in an open PvP world and prey on new players just killing them off, killing them off, waiting for them to respawn, and repeating and repeating. They, generally speaking, have no empathy for these behaviors. They take advantage of people simply because they can and because it makes them feel better about themselves. Now, it doesn't necessarily actually gain them anything to be doing this, but it's one of those things that some people just enjoy the pain of others. Now, for the most part, you can just ignore a troll. You can ignore these brutalizers and move on. If they are killing out your zone and you can't level, switch to a different character, switch to a different zone, and you can avoid them for the most part. However, there's also kind of the extreme side of the spectrum on the brutalizers. They're the ones who are completely destructive. They will give you failure advice. They will tear other people down. They are more likely to go tell you to go kill yourself than they are to give you any kind of positive advice or actual information for the game. Now, I remember when I was playing Tibia way back in the day before, um, before it became a real widespread game. This is probably back in 2000, 2001. There was a large quest in a place called um, Khazardun. And it was a prison underneath the city that you had to go in to do some quest. And in order to get into the prison, you had to have a key. Very similar to a lot of different games. And in order to get in, you got to get the key. If you don't know where to get the key, or you don't have the key, or you already got one and lost it, then you have to have somebody open the door for you that does have a key. Well, it was very common for people to go ask for help in these quests. And so there would be somebody standing at the door 
that would wait for you to go in. You know, you come up to the door, they unlock the door, you go inside, and then they lock the door behind you, and you can't get back out. And instead of just locking the door, they lure a whole bunch of stuff over and make sure that you die. Now, when you die in that game, you lose everything in the game that you are currently carrying. Unlike of other, a lot of other MMOs, instead of, you know, your items just deteriorating or something, you would actually lose everything that you were carrying. So being killed off like this or locked into a place that they were able to steal your stuff is just completely ruthless. There is no reason for it other than they're trying to get themselves ahead by causing you pain. And these things were commonplace in this game. They would lure extremely high-level enemies to the gates of the city where people are walking out to go hunting and completely kill them off. And for no other reason than to see other people suffer. There were times where there would be no no team in the game that existed that would be able to clear out and kill off all of the stuff that was lured over. And people didn't care. They would do it just to cause chaos and for no other reason other than to cause that chaos. And through my time and my observation in games, I've noticed that a lot of these people... Uh, match the criteria for what is called antisocial personality disorder. And it may seem kind of obvious, but the diagnostic criteria for this specific uh, disorder are a failure to conform to social norms with respect to lawful behaviors, uh, deceitfulness including conning others for personal profit or pleasure, impulsive behavior, irritability, aggressiveness, a reckless disregard for the safety of their self and others, along with a lack of remorse. And it's one of those things that, of course, can't be actually diagnosed unless it's by a mental health professional. It must be over 18 years of age and things like that. But these tendencies are definitely obvious in a number of different people. And the brutalizer really does fit these diagnostic criteria. In order to actually be diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder, it only takes three of these things, and I think I listed five of them just there. So it's definitely something to be on the lookout for. Now I'm going to switch gears, and I'm going to go a little bit more positive with things. I'm going to talk about the casual. The casual gamer is the one who doesn't really care for the drama. They're there to play their game. They enjoy doing it themselves. If a whole bunch of drama starts happening, they're the ones who are often like, you know what, I'm out, this is stupid, and they leave. They don't have time for the shenanigans. They want to play their game. They play their game to enjoy it. And when something comes in between themselves and enjoying their game, then they're going to get that out of the way. If that means switching guilds, because there's too much drama between the people in the guild, then they're going to do that. For the most part, I classify myself as a casual gamer. However, I do have my rager moments. I probably have my moments as um, the king, where I'm a little bit narcissistic. I do have power control issues at some points in time. However, for the most part, I like to be pretty passive in my games. I, I play my games so that I can enjoy them in my fashion. If... 
I want to PvP or I want to go play Star Wars The Old Republic and fly around in Galactic Starfighter and do that. It's one of those things that you can do solo. And most of your casual gamers are going to be fairly solo players. The hardcore gamers and the ones that really start getting involved and absorbed into the games are the ones who are playing in some kind of team fashion. Whether it's raiding, whether it is um, PvP grouping at high ranks or even twink PvPing. Or if you are, you know, you look for group hunts, group farming, uh, quest completion, or, you know, Galactic Starfighter, you group up as a team and you fly and you play together, then that's going to be those folks that play a little bit more seriously than the rest. But the casual may play single player games primarily. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight just came out. I'm enjoying that one right now. Uh, the Witcher 3, another very great game, but they're both single-player games as their function. That's what they are. You play by yourself, and that's about it. Call of Duty, uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, Battlefield, all of these games have a single-player element. But the multiplayer facet of it is where you start getting into the more hardcore gamers, the extreme gamers, and then, of course, addicted and absorbed uh, obsessive gamers but the casual doesn't really care for the drama and just kind of wants to enjoy themselves so I know I kind of breezed through the first two of these but that's because the next one that I'm going to talk about the entitled is one that I absolutely can't stand I have uh, one example of this entitled person that I have known for years and I think you may uh, may get a kick out of hearing me rant for a little bit about why the Entitled are so awful. So now we come to the Entitled. They are the all-about-me, self-absorbed, self-entitled, mine, 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 gimme, 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 whatever's best for me is all that I care about. Now, when I think about the Entitled, I immediately think about one particular gamer and of course I won't give you his name but he was one of the rudest people I have ever met in my entire life and I'm so glad that it just so happened to be through a video game he was completely self-absorbed it was always about him whatever was best for him regardless of what it did to other people it was all about him now, I met him during my binge phase of World of Warcraft. Right as Burning Crusades came out, I was playing on my rogue, and this particular guy was a resto shaman. For those who don't play World of Warcraft, he was a healer. He couldn't use the same gear as me. So, we were both on the primary 10-man Karazhan team together, and the general loot were, uh, rules were need before greed. Whoever it is a bigger upgrade for, is going to get it first. If it's not an upgrade for anybody, then it's going to go to whoever could use it as a secondary, and then it would go to anybody else who wants it for themselves, for whatever else. Imagine it like you were earning a new electronic device, a new cell phone, a new tablet, a new television, or something like that. 
Well, if you and your friends are all getting a new TV, then whoever still has the oldest television is the one that would get the upgrade. And, you know, say I've got an old 12-inch turn dial TV sitting in my living room. And this other guy's got, uh, you know, it's a 32-inch plasma. So it's a couple years old, but it's obviously better than what I've got. Then I would get the upgrade. Now, this particular guy, he was a resto shaman. His job was to heal. He never actually damaged anything, and all of the weapons he used were kind of just to look pretty when he's casting spells. I, on the other hand, rely on my weapons as my primary damage source. That is my entire purpose in the game. So, for the analogy here of upgrading your electronics, imagine him as a hippie who lives on a beach in a tent. He has no running water, he has no electricity, none whatsoever. I, on the other hand, am one of those people who sits in front of the television all day, watching shows and getting paid for it. Essentially, it is my job to use this item, and he has no need for it whatsoever. So in the Karazhan run, there was a fight um, that only came around every once in a while. It was a random fight at the theater, and if it was Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf, then it was a fight that I always needed to be in on because there was a fist weapon called the Big Bad Wolf's Paw or something like that. I don't even remember anymore. And it was a massive upgrade for what I was using. So we ran this fight together for months, and I still had not gotten my weapon. And it had dropped a couple of times for alternate groups, but I was never able to actually get one. Well, finally, we're running the boss, and we manage to kill him, and the Big Bad Wolf's Paw drops. And so, as the only fist weapon user in the entire guild, of course, it would be thought to go ahead and go to me. So I roll on it, and our um, team is all congratulating me on my new weapon, and then all of a sudden, it doesn't go to me. And I wasn't exactly sure what happened. I scroll back up through the chat, and he had actually rolled against me on it. And after he had rolled on it, we, you know, the entire team was kind of dumbfounded as to why he would roll on this weapon. He's a resto shaman. It's an obvious bigger upgrade for me. It should go to me rather than him. And for months, I had been rolling for this weapon. And his excuse for it was, well, I didn't know, except for the fact that we've been running together for months, and I've been talking about this weapon for months, so there's no reason for him to ever roll on it. And his other reasoning was, well, I want to switch to a different spec, and this weapon will be great for once I get all of that other gear. And he has no other gear that would allow for him to create that spec, but he figures, you know what, I'll get started with this piece because it looks nice. No regard for the fact that I've been working on trying to get this for months, and yeah, pretty much. So imagine that hippie on the beach getting a brand new top-of-the-line 60-inch 4K TV that was supposed to replace my turn dial 12-inch, and instead it's going to go sit in a corner of his tent next to his sleeping bag and not be used whatsoever until he finds himself an apartment and then gets his electricity and all of that stuff. Completely, completely all about him. 
completely self-centered. So fast forward a couple of weeks. We're now in our 25-man boss run with a larger team. Now, at this point, I'm not very happy with the guy still, but you know what? Move on. It's just a game. We'll figure it out. And we're in a 25-man group, which is bigger loot, better loot, much harder to actually do all of the mechanics of the fights and everything, and another weapon drops, which, again, was a bigger upgrade than the one I actually had, and even a better upgrade than the Big Bad Wolfpaw that I had been passed on because he had won the role. Once again, it's the only fist weapon. I'm the only one in the guild who uses fist weapons, so it was going to be mine. Again, I roll on it, he rolls against me, and wins it again. Now, I'm a pretty passive guy. I'm not easy to piss off, but when you do that twice, and it's already been addressed, the fact that this isn't for you, you need to back off and let other people get their upgrades instead of taking it all for yourself, it's pretty irritating. So... He was super excited about how he got his new weapon and how this is going to match with the other one. And the entire team was completely awestruck by this guy that he would be so audacious to take that once again when it has no purpose for him. And based on our rules, it wasn't for him to have in the first place. So now this hippie on the beach has two brand new televisions. He's got a 60 inch and he's got a 70 inch sitting in the corner of his tent doing absolutely nothing. I was absolutely furious. This is probably one of my worst rage out moments in all of my gaming history. I completely went off on voice comms on this guy. I quit the raid party for the night. We still had a couple more bosses to go. I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And I logged out for the night. I don't think I raided again for like a week because I was still so irritated by that. And nobody in the entire guild blamed me for even a second. They knew that he was in the wrong and he was way out of line. So a few days later, after I'd cooled off, I talked to my guildmaster. And my guildmaster and I had a chat with this guy. And different guildmasters than the one I described when I was talking about the king. But we discussed it with him, and immediately he flips it around to where nobody ever wants to run with him. Nobody ever helps him get other pieces of gear. So the only gear he ever gets is when we go raiding. So of course he's going to take it. And he flipped the script entirely. And instead of a you-need-to-not-be-so-selfish conversation, he turned it into a nobody-loves-me-I-am-so-so-sad Everybody hates me. Why do you guys always pick on me? Blah, blah, blah. And my guildmaster fell for it. The guildmaster told me that I should not be so needy because it's, you know, group loot, this and that. And I was, I was extremely upset. After I had cooled down, this just kind of set me right back off again. So I'm pretty sure I stopped playing the game for a little while after that and by a little while it was probably only a couple of days rather than my hours and hours and hours but this type of individual will completely bleed you dry they will take 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 every time they get the chance they will look for 
what's in it for me, what's in it for me. If you ask for help, then within your guild, usually somebody will step up and they'll go ahead and offer to help you. And they're doing it just for the fact that we're guild mates, we're friends, I'm going to help you. It's kind of like asking somebody to move. Hey, can you help me move? I need to find a couple of people to put boxes in the truck. Well, then you've got that one friend who wants something out of it. Well, what's in it for me? You're going to buy me dinner? You're going to pay me to help you? No? Well, I don't feel like it. And that's what this guy was. He was he was always looking for what's in it for him. He would never help anyone unless there was something that was in it for him. Now, a few days after the confrontation with him, he got a couple more items. He got some armor. He got some other stuff. And at that point, for his healing gear, he was probably one of the top 10 or 15 on the server. Was he that skilled? Not even by far. But he had the gear. And so he decided to quit the guild. He went over to one of our primary rival guilds. And now in the circles of raiding, it was a fairly competitive scene so that everybody was looking for the next big thing. Everyone was trying to get to the next boss faster and first and do it better and become more efficient. And so when he left, it kind of left us in a tough spot. But you know what? That's kind of how it happens. Players get into fights with their teammates and they switch guilds and it happens a lot. Well, it was less than a week after he had quit the guild that I received a message from one of that guild's officers, you know, one of the co-leaders of that guild. And they were asking me if he was a team player. You know, he doesn't seem to like to help people out in guild chat. When we take him on raids, he's always looking for it for himself. He doesn't want to participate in bosses that aren't dropping loot for him. What's going on here? Is this how he was? And I don't like bad-mouthing other players, but I told him the whole story. And I told him how he took my stuff and then continued to take his stuff and then took other stuff. And the officer related to me that that's exactly what had happened. And they had actually had to change the entire loot structure for all of their raids because of this individual, which our guild had also done. So they decided to go ahead and kick him from the guild. They straight up removed him. He was no longer a part of the guild. Now, after that, he joined another guild, a sister guild of ours. And as soon as they asked him, uh, you know, who are your old guilds? They told him he was in our guild. They came to ask us about it. And we told them about him, and they kicked him from the guild. So at this point, he had been in the three top raiding guilds on the server out of three, and nobody wanted him. So he decided to transfer servers. I actually looked him up the other day. He is still playing on that same character, and I'll bet he is probably still up to the same old shenanigans. So... I know I went on a bit of a rant here, but I absolutely cannot stand gamers who feel entitled. I don't like people in general who feel entitled. I work hard for what I have, and I think everybody should work hard and not just believe that they um, should get something because of whatever their reasons are. If you want something, work for it. And just be considerate of others 
And if you think that you deserve it more than someone else, then you better be able to back that up. And especially in MMOs, everybody wants our upgrades. And, you know, in an endgame raiding guild, upgrades are a pretty big deal. Once you get to a cap, it's very difficult to get over that little hump and get on to the end. But nobody owes you anything in a video game. If you are one of those players like myself who likes to be generous, gives away gold and credits and gear and helps out all the lobbies and stuff like that, then great. I highly recommend it because it will make you a happier gamer. So maybe it's just me. Maybe y'all can relate. But um, I think I only played for about another month or two after that, and I never got either one of my weapon upgrades. So I actually switched classes entirely, and I went to be a healer. And it's just one of those things that, um, you know, it didn't really work out in my favor. So that kind of wraps us up for the week. We've covered uh, the Entitled, we covered the Casual, and we covered the Brutalizer. Uh, Along with last week's King, the Social Butterfly, and the Rager. Those are the different types of gamers that I have found. If you have found a different type of gamer that I may not have addressed... Feel free to bring it up to me. Feel free to feel free to tweet me at gone underscore gaming. You can also find the blog that is now accompanying this podcast at gonegamingpodcast.com. Feel free to leave some comments there. You can drop a line, see what's going on, and find some additional resources. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have yourself a great week. So long, and thanks for all the fish.